Where are all my friends? Dyson. Dude, <laughs> what a story that brought us to this episode yes. happening. Holy shit. I sent you a DM, I don't know, a year, while ago. Probably a year ago. Probably a year ago. Mm-hmm. And right before we started recording, we haven't met in person right up until now. Yeah. And we're kind of having this moment of like, fuck yeah, it's happening. <laughs> and I was telling you, I'm like, I think this is the better time to do the podcast because when I had sent that DM, yeah, it would have been a fine one, but I feel good about the podcast. Right. I feel like I like hit the stride and I'm, I'm more comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad it's now. Yeah. I was, we were trying to figure out how I found you as an artist and I don't even fully know, <laughs> but the internet gods just one day... I find SoundCloud or like some, it wasn't Spotify, maybe YouTube. I could see SoundCloud. Yeah. For sure, yeah. And it was like this song IRL came up and I was like, this is fucking cool. <laughs> and then it was just this progression of seeing you online and kind of following it from afar. And this, like, I hate the internet, but I love the internet. Right. And same. when moments like <laughs> this, when it's like, holy shit, we finally get to talk. I get to hear the story of an artist that I genuinely love. That's when I love the internet. So thank you so fucking much for doing dude, this. Thank you for caring about my existence. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. So what I normally like to do to like early start the podcast is just a quick explanation of who you are and what mm-hmm. you do and then kind of like dig into like some of the, the origin stories and for all sure, that. Yeah. So what would the quick explanation, what would you say? I would say student of life. No, I'm not going to get all guru <laughs> on it. But um, no, I, I like making music and I like putting it out. Yeah. And some people like it. Yeah. And now I'm here. <laughs> I would say you're relatively good at it. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yes. And okay, so let's get into it though. So I love this because I genuinely don't know too much. I, I from the time I found you, I never did like the deep dive research on it. Mm-hmm. But I had a couple feelings about you and a couple things where I'm like, I can't put this together. <laughs> so I want this podcast to be like your come up story and hearing about how you are at where you're at now. For sure. But also like in real time, maybe solving some of the mystery and and learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess the spot is obviously here we are in L.A. Are you from L.A.? Texas. Texas. Yeah. Okay. And you grew up there? Grew up till 17. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you that's yeah, Yeah, that was home. You grew up there. Early on, did you know you would be an artist? Like, was that always what you chased? Or like what at what point did you kind of have that inclination? What's funny is as like a very small child, I actually didn't understand music at all. I, I loved it. Like I would listen to Aaron Carter in my room and Fuck yeah. dance to the VHSs I had and stuff. And I've never really said that before. But. <laughs> Dude, there's <laughs> no shame in that. It was the People best. People talk shit on him now and I'm like, he gets a pass. He can do anything. No, the best. He pioneered. He, he did. was out there. Man, yeah. I, I would like learn his moves and like, I loved it. But I had no understanding and everyone in my family understands music really well. At a young age, they did. So they'd watch American Idol like season oh, one and be like, oh, wow. she's flat or sharp or, you know, like and you were just like, I hate her tone. And I was like, good, this I is guess. great. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, what do you mean? You yeah. know, Why is Simon mean? I don't get it. Yeah. But it actually took me engineering to fully understand music. And whoa, but I, there was like a lot of moments in my life where like I started a band and like sixth grade with a friend you know and like wrote songs like yeah there was all these moments that i had but it was always being a fan more than i want to do this kind of thing interesting i find that interesting that you say the engineering part Mm -hmm. i don't know if i've talked to any artist that said it quite like that 
that had an interest in it, but didn't learn it until engineering. Right. So was there a minute there where you're like, oh, maybe I'll do the engineering side and I won't. Yeah, I was surrounded by music my whole life. And my sister at a young age would go to studios and record. So that's kind of the side I always saw. And I love weird tech stuff anyway. So like, for instance, like in a building, I'd always be like, how'd they make it? Like, what's it made of? Like, oh. or ships. I was obsessed with ships as a kid and I'd draw blueprints Whoa. and funny things of like the inside, how so things like work. schematics and like yeah. mechanical, Oof. technical shit like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just a natural progression of, okay, we're in a studio and they're recording a song through this board. Like, how does this work? And how does it get to a CD? Whoa. Which was like the medium back then for everything. Yeah. But yeah, so figuring that out, and I did start playing drums and guitar at a young age, but I wasn't like super good at it. I just like had fun. Yeah. But yeah, the studio was the place where it all kind of came together. Interesting. Yeah. It's funny you say that thing with the CD, and I remember so vividly as a kid flipping a CD over and looking at the waves. Sam, like, how is what this, is this sound? Yeah. <laughs> how? <laughs> to be honest with you, I still probably couldn't really explain. <laughs> As far as like CDs and reading, I don't, I still don't get it, but yeah. at least I understand like or vinyl, dude, like the grooves in it, and like I yeah, understand I still don't on really a get that. simple enough, like the grooves in the needle, and they have sound waves, but I still like I'll hold a vinyl, and I'm like, the fuck, it's is this an interesting piece of technology. And I think old. we overlook it. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's really interesting. Yeah. We're just like, oh, it's vinyl, like it's <laughs> yeah, aesthetic. it just works. Yeah, it's but no, it's really like crazy yeah okay so that was like you were very much interested in that side Mm -hmm. you were around music you liked music but that's kind of like what you were focusing on right and kind of came about in a funny way too because like i said we were bouncing around to studios like all over texas when i was a kid yeah and there was one situation where they made a couple songs for my sister they paid all this money and my dad hated it he's like this is just not good and my again, my whole family, they were like, Oh, this is bad. Like the mix is bad. And I was in the car, like, this is fucking cool. Like, like, I don't know what these I don't get it. Saying, <laughs> this is fire. Um, but on the way home, like from that situation, he was like, I'm building a studio. I'm gonna do this myself. Like I used to run sound, I can do this. And so he ordered all this home studio stuff before it was like a thing. We're talking like 08, 09 or something like that. It was wow. a long time ago. Yeah, like before you could just download a DAW on a computer and we're right. like, a studio. Exactly. Yeah. And so he just did it. And I was really excited about it though. Like as soon as he said it, because I had already, like I was old enough now to understand, like you put a mic in front of a guitar and, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it works. And it, I didn't know that growing up. Right. Right. So that, that was cool. And as soon as he set it up, I just, it was like my studio at that point. Yeah. How <laughs> like old were no you at that time? Uh, probably like 12 or 13. Okay. That's okay. pretty young. So like young, but also very much old enough to understand like this is something cool and I want to play with yeah, this and figure yeah. it out. Yeah. And there was no, I guess like scholastic or what's the word? Scholastics, uh, but like like education, yeah. like like uh, information available. Like There was like a manual that said like startup. Yeah. And that was kind of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, something that comes up on the podcast so often is what I end up saying YouTube University. Right. Like, you can Google any tutorial, YouTube yeah. any tutorial now. It wasn't quite like that. No. Internet was there, forums were there, mm-hmm. and like Google, but it wasn't just like 
how do I get this preamp to work? And then how to sound like you yes, know, yeah. <laughs> stay by Kid Leroy. So you yeah. didn't have the resource then. Nothing. And of course, I'm sure you're familiar with like plugins and all those things. I all I had was stock, and that's all I knew how to use. Uh-huh. And I didn't really know what it was doing. I had to figure it out. Like that's what the threshold and the ratio makes it sound like this. And like wow. like figuring it out. Very and, trial and error. Yeah. Yeah. People started coming and recording with me. Really? I don't know how or why, but I had like a little business going like no in junior shit. high and then into high school and it was cool. Still had no idea. And I guess YouTube started becoming more of a thing and yep. I was yep. learning certain things. But yeah, the beginning was crazy. Like yeah. I, I thought everyone only had Pro Tools stock. Yeah. And that was it. Like <laughs> this is all we have, I guess. This, this is, is how music is made. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I had like going a, back a to like keyboard. the Beatles. It's like it's crazy. Yeah, they <laughs> recorded this on Pro Tools stock. How about that? I had no idea, man. And <laughs> Like the keyboard I had had the couple drum sounds and that's all I had. And I thought that's where everyone got drums. So I'd hear like a, I think Take Care was one of those albums uh-huh. that came out uh-huh. when I was in high school. Yeah. I still didn't know a lot. And I was just like, how the fuck? Like, yeah. how are they doing all of this? <laughs> so that that's a switch. That's a switch. That was where a switch for sure. Instead of being like, kid, I like this song. I'll fucking dance along to being like, here's an album yeah how did they do this Mm -hmm. because now i know how to do some stuff and this is different the carter three two was a big one really as far as engineering because i forget the record it's like one of the last records where they sampled Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't know what sampling was i didn't really understand that so i thought they brought literally somebody in and recorded and i was like how they make it so old school like i don't understand how they did all this but that probably sparked a side of creativity in you if you didn't know that was available to mm-hmm. like try a bunch of crazy yeah shit to i did get that huh? yeah Damn. i like made me want to learn chords on piano like you know and study yeah. that and the, those two records weirdly i would say like sparked something and um because before that it was like green day and blink and like all the stuff yeah, that's, that's cool now which is like crazy to me because yeah. it was not cool then right like i was like the loser because i wanted to wear dicky shorts and stuff but yeah <laughs> yeah because it switched to like rap like it was cool mm-hmm. to like like will way and 50 cent eminem like, yeah yeah, that, yeah it was kind of like r&b hip-hop i guess like i remember growing up in like the skate community and right there was that scene mm-hmm. right like i grew up like warp tour kid but it was very polarizing. It wasn't like all these genres together. So if yeah, you were yeah, primarily yeah. in a school where everyone was listening to hip hop or R&B or whatever, yeah, no, that wasn't, it yeah. wasn't the same. And I hung out at the skate park a lot. Oh, really? You kid. skated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. So all of my friends were like into that kind of stuff. So I, okay. I understood the, like power chords. Like that was like the very simple understanding yeah. of music is this and pan it left and right yeah and there's a bass and there's drums and there's a vocal and that's like i i got that so, so that was when you start like was that you starting bands and like were you right. trying to do that mm-hmm. oh. and and when i started engineering per se when we got the studio i was making punk records because okay. i understood it yeah. it was really easy it was yeah. hip-hop that i was where are they getting all these sounds and interesting how are they making sub bass like i don't <laughs> yeah so you were like inspired and interested in hip-hop for mm-hmm. the production and intrigued by it but because you couldn't figure that out and because you gravitated to skateboarding and those bands you were out there writing punk and pop and mm-hmm. or pop punk like yeah okay all right you're painting yeah, the picture. Yeah. <laughs> but the, i i mean after like seventh grade i don't think i went back to the skate park and it was kind of all hip-hop after that oh um, but then those albums started coming out you know oh, okay. um of, like this was like 2010 right yeah that would have. i been. don't really remember the years these came out maybe 11 yeah i, I get kind of 
hazy on that, but I remember around that era and I remember it was kind of two different worlds and mm-hmm. we've got to be somewhere in that pocket. Yeah, it's it's definitely, yeah. But yeah, okay. that's, that's the shift. So Texas, early family roots, very interested in production, playing in bands. And then did you have like a moment in Texas where you're like, oh, fuck, this is real. I need to move to LA or like- I think- yeah really well as far as an artist standpoint if that's what you mean yeah well i mean i guess life but like here you are now in Mm -hmm. la right like you obviously ended up moving something happened so what's the story (laughs) yeah 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 like what was that tipping um well like i said i was recording so many people and mainly just hip-hop there's like a lot of guys that i guess like a crew that i was like kind of running with okay okay. (laughs) not actually but like yeah there was like regular clients yeah and I had kind of started messing around with like, hey, I made this beat and I like sing this thing and they loved it. And they were like, please, like, let's make records, like oh, be on the shit. hook, you know, okay. or like spit a verse. And I was definitely trying to rap okay. uh, no, I of get the it. time. So yeah. it went from skating, pop punk, loving bands like that. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of get a little bit further into high school. You're intrigued by the production of hip hop and you're like, no, 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 this is it. I need to figure yeah, this yeah, out. Yeah. 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 Oh, I and you. you know, I never remembered this, but another album... I think this is actually the album that changed it for me was Can a Drummer Get Some? Oh. If you remember that. Was that Travis Barker? Yes. Oh my fucking Because I had not. never heard drums and hip hop on an album. Yeah. And I understood that world where like, you know, like punk drums and stuff is like still my favorite. Like the real old school right. shit. Right. And but he kind of had steez to him. Like out of all yeah. the drummers, like when it was, I, when it wasn't cool, he was like his own version of cool before the whole like pop punk cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he fucked with like the hip hop people yeah, before that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was and, like, like that. the marching thing because I did drum line. It, it all, it all came that together. Was big for you. you know what I mean? Okay. So that album was crazy. I was like, whoa, you can do this. Like, uh, and and if you're familiar with Boxcar Racer, oh my fucking god, I have a tattoo on my leg by the way. <laughs> no shit. But those those pockets were so hip hop. Yeah. And even then, I don't think people realized it in like 02 or whatever yeah. when it came out and I wasn't listening to it in 02 for yeah. sure. But later in life, I was like, this is so hip hop. Like, this is sick. Like, no one's cool. doing this, you know? So Okay, so you had some really, really like pivotal albums that, mm-hmm. that showed you as a kid that it was possible and showed like kind of unlocked bits of genres where you're like, oh shit, what if I com- like, combine stuff? Right. Okay. And, and before like, now it's everywhere I mean, right. there's not really a box anymore but no. then everything was in a box it was but yeah. that was sort of hinting at you can combine these things uh-huh. and that made me comfortable with maybe i can rap <laughs> okay yeah yeah like, i understand punk music but maybe i can uh-huh. sing this hook over this hip-hop song <laughs> yeah well you laugh about it because you're thinking about the time then yeah. now it's so normal right of course but like at that time, if you're a kid that like came from skate world or whatever, like random Texas kid, like, I don't know, it wasn't yeah. quite the same. No, it wasn't. Yeah. And it, it, nothing was like cool then either. Yeah. So yeah, those were, those were pivotal so then records did and it moments. Did work? And, like, did you have a moment where you start kind of dabbling with the hip hop production? Yeah. And- yeah. I was producing, I, I actually produced like some records, like some whole records for people, like the beats and everything. I don't know if anyone will ever find those i don't know where they are yeah but okay. i did a ton of records okay. in texas when i was you know 15 16 and pretty young so then what are you like at this point you're like i'm gonna fucking make it as a producer let's go well what what happened is my sister got on a tv show uh the voice no shit and i don't even remember what year this was i was in high school still so my parents were out of town all the time 
they were like flying here. My sister was gone and I was just me. And so I guess, I don't know, just the confidence of being alone, even though no one was out in the studio anyway, I was just making hip hop. And then seeing that happen, like possibilities start. Yeah. Like things start turning in your head where you're like, hey, maybe I can yeah. you know, get on the show or something. So, you know, yeah. I don't know. I, I never wanted to be on a show, but just the possibilities of... You can have success. My sister's in LA and it, like, well, this, it happened overnight. I mean, we were just normal people in like the small town and like this happened. So that was definitely a big, you know, okay. Yeah. And um, started making my own records, actually trying. There's an album, by the way, like a full album that I made at 16 that exists oh my god <laughs> and i'm rapping every single record. leave it there i want anyone <laughs> listening that is like a fan of yours like i like that that exists oh it's not it never came out oh, oh okay i was like I want one of my friends has it okay in texas he's wow. the only person because he like helped me do some things and like, okay we're boys i don't think he'd ever put it out but <laughs> it's pretty nuts but um so your sister has six, or goes on the voice you're rapping mm-hmm. on your own yeah so then don't know how I convinced my parents, um, but the, I guess I was going into my sophomore year. I was just like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And they, they're like, at the time, like we're pretty old school. So I don't know how they were like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like you, you got this music thing going on, but they did. They're like, yeah, you're, you like have regular clients and we're, you know, your sister's in LA. Like, I don't, I don't even know what the thought process was. I really don't, (laughs) but they just, they were like, cool. Like, yeah, you can leave. So I quit. You dropped out of high school to come to LA. Not right away, but enough to, to where music. I was coming out here just to hang, you know, because both oh. of my sisters came. So I would just come out and back and forth. And um, I wasn't really, you know, like an artist. I didn't see myself as an artist. It just, I was making music. and But being out here, I mean, just like the culture and the environment was very appealing okay but next question then and this is completely like i have a loose idea of i want to hear your story but all of these questions is me genuinely like trying to like learn about this because mm-hmm. i'm so no, intrigued you don't strike me at all as an la person <laughs> like to have been here since 17 and to like see the social scene and like i don't know like it just you don't strike me as that so that's very cool <laughs> yeah so so like you're coming out here you're seeing all of it. How like, how are you as chill as you are? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know, man. Cigarettes? No, I'm kidding. I don't smoke <laughs> that much. Um, I don't know. I just did. Because that's I, a I, lot of years, right? Like, that's yeah. a lot of time to be around here. I feel like people can get jaded or I feel like people can get such a weird complex and all that. And like, you're just kind of in your lane, <laughs> making music, happy to be here. I don't know. Interesting. I really don't know. Okay. I just, I've never liked, the, this sounds like, a little cliche whatever but i've I've never liked fitting in with crews Mm. and the crews i have fit in with i'm always i'll always remove myself at some point yeah i think yeah um even like in school you know there was like the cool kids and i never thought they were cool but like i wanted to be a part of the you know what i mean yeah of course (laughs) so yeah i was like kind of i don't know i've always kind of been on this like teetering like i want to be in but i i don't yeah yeah you know and not even in a cool way just in the way of when I feel myself, I guess, changing and molding or something, I'm like, uh. It's like you have like that that integrity, that inner integrity of like, this is who I am. And when you feel those values being tried or changing because of like a social situation, you're yeah. like, well, up, 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 up. Like, that's not me. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I feel that. I relate to that. Like, I can't run in friend groups 
Mm. You know? Yeah. And I love my friends. Like I have friends, but we're not together every day. Yeah. We're talking every day and you're not trying there's to nothing like, wrong with it it's just not who i am like right i think some people need that like right and there's nothing wrong with it but no it's, I, I completely feel you okay so you're here a bunch do you like did you have a moment here where like you were like all right you know what full send artist because i feel like again outside perception what was irl 2017 yeah so that's like decent much later. Gap. yeah so like what's happening from there i think the first time it had ever been I guess a possibility um, is actually Black Bear. What the who, fuck? Yeah, because my sister knew them, I guess, through some voice stuff, like mutual, just like crews. And I, I don't even remember how we met or whatever, but me and his brother became really tight. Okay. And I just one time I was out here and again, I don't remember exactly what happened, but he was just like, I, I want I want to make you an artist and whatever and and so i started kind of going out there and like making music and just figuring it out but but prior to that there wasn't really a moment where i was like i can do this or like whatever no but shit so you were just like happy to be here like you did your thing you could produce you i was music, making music but not really you not know what i mean like really trying to do the thing mm -hmm. and then a, a natural friendship with him and him pushing you to be like no like I want to, I want to see you do this like and i don't think he he even realized he did it or was doing it i think it just happened that way so for them like what a just that's what a positive interaction like, what a cool little moment <laughs> yeah. to happen fuck okay but after that I, I think is when i was like oh like i can be an artist and and also too i never officially moved out here i just i came for like christmas oh. and never went home oh like begged my dad to like send me like my microphone and like yeah, it was it was funny. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Slept on couches for a year. Wow. So you just legit were like, I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do to be out here. Like yeah. you just felt something. Damn. And then you have a positive nudge there. They kind of like give you whatever that is. Like, did they work with you? Like, did you produce and write songs with them? A or? bit. Yeah. It, I mean, it wasn't anything crazy. I think more so I became like friends with everybody. Yeah. Than like work. Yeah. You know, people. But it was cool. It it definitely was like the push. Yeah. Of, like. Yep. Yeah. I don't even think they knew I wasn't really making music. That's you funny. I mean? So like later on, if you were to tell them that, they'd be like, really? Like we <laughs> thought you were just doing your thing. Yeah. That's cool. So then, wait, but like, were you like, front? like again, you don't really seem like the type, like, were you like fronting to be like, I'm so fucking cool? Or were you just like vibing know, and like doing your thing? I don't even remember, man. It yeah, was so long funny. ago. Okay. <laughs> so that's a very, that that is a huge, huge point. And then it's on. Mm -hmm. And then another part, like, okay, so then what happens from there? I guess I just started believing that I could make music. And I made a lot of songs with my friend Jackson. Uh -huh. If you know him, like we just became really tight and made a whole bunch of hip hop records and would I know him off of like a producer tag or like a No, he he was like a singer too. Okay. Just um, Jackson? Yeah. But we made a we made a ton of records and I think they're out like on YouTube and stuff. They're okay. Like so old. They're horrible. So you started <laughs> making friends with like music people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Started just doing the damn thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and he was another person who too like when he'd come over it was like we're finishing a song tonight, and that wasn't ever me like I would take so long on things and he was like no we're we're finishing and putting it out and we would, so that was another thing that was like a, yeah. a push that was a person uh, who I think was really important and then my sister started dating um, if you're familiar with Dubs EDM yep yeah yep. so I think it was their early days too wow where. 
yeah i don't i don't really remember what they had going on but he basically was kind of living with us and again another positive push he heard some of my stuff and was like keep going like keep making music like yeah. and it eventually shifted into them i guess like, I, I like signed to his manager and oh. you know what i mean and they, they let me use like their house when they would tour and that's where i made wonderland okay or most of it okay so this is yeah 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 got yeah it, got it again i still had no idea what i was doing because yeah. i i'm coming from an engineering world still like i'm right. thinking of things that way and i'm like like bringing around this giant rig like this yeah. is before laptops yeah i yeah. mean laptops definitely started then i just didn't know but i had a giant computer yeah like the and, like full all these like, tower and yes yeah. and speakers and everything and i was taking that literally like from my apartment to like that house and back like almost every day just it was nuts man it was like <laughs> holy shit but yeah so you like i get it like still you were more of a producer but you had these positive friends that were like no dude you're an artist like yeah, an artist, yeah, yeah. do some shit and you're like fuck all right i, I guess think, I mean, that's honestly yeah, yeah. sort of felt like I, but i love that thing that you said is like i it, it changed when i started believing that i could be an artist right mm -hmm. like that that's something that i often am like fuck like it's so hard to get out of your own way sometimes yeah yeah so to have positive friends around you and to give you that push when you clearly had talent mm -hmm. like Shout out to some real friends. That's cool. Yeah, definitely. You have a you have a pretty ch decent chunk of followers. And again, you don't strike me as like social media kid out here looking for clout, trying to do <laughs> the thing. Like you're just like chilling, like yeah. happy to be here. But like, was that intentional? Like at what point? Like, because again, my outside, and this is why I'm so excited to talk to you. My outside perception is, you know what the fuck you were doing? Like you built this whole thing and you had this crazy thing and the artists roll out and you're so <laughs> mysterious and you build the following. But like, and then at a certain point you get signed kind of, I think like what you did it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long road. Like the, the dubs thing didn't work out. Yeah. Um, we went our separate ways and I guess Wonderland started kind of gaining a little bit of traction. I don't even remember like if Spotify was a thing then yeah. as much as it is now Yeah, or was a year ago. Right. Yeah. Um, it was like starting, but it was Yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. And so I don't I don't remember if it was doing well there like how it was working, but I just started getting a lot of connections with random people and people wanting to make music and that kind of brought me into I guess Instagram just started kind of popping too. Mm -hmm. Like it was a thing, but no one really knew how to use it yep. i guess yeah it was and just like posting photos of your pets and, food and coffee yeah. which i still do oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah so i i think i just eventually like became friends with certain people who knew what they were doing and just association just yeah kind of worked i i just i think like what i'm hearing in your story and it's it's so fun to learn this in real time <laughs> is like i feel like there was you being naturally good at something like you you continuously loved to produce and, and would figure that out and do the thing for your own love of it. Mm -hmm. And it seems like there were a lot of people in your life around you that saw that and like wanted to associate with you because of that and this positive progression of that. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like a giant sense of humility of like, it's not like, I think that's the word humility. I'm sure <laughs> being humble. I say a lot of crazy words. Yeah. I don't know what they mean. Dude, it's weird having a <laughs> podcast because sometimes like I'll say a word and it comes out and then like the back of my mind, I'm like, is that, is that a fucking word? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I stay away from words like granite <laughs> and stuff like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to mess that one yeah, up. I just lean into it. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fuck it, whatever. We'll Google it later. But it seems like 
you were just that chill dude. And a lot of like, I don't know, like it's hard for me to say that it was like a lucky accident because I genuinely believe that the people that are chill that just sit there and stay in their lane and master their craft will attract the people around them and things like that will happen. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't, I don't think it would be right to say like, oh, cool, fun, like happenstance and things just luck. Like, I don't, I don't feel that. But I also feel that you're just like very humble about like, oh yeah, I got good at this thing. And I like that. <laughs> I like that. So, There's a saying with like the rivers flow to the ocean because it's low or something. But I don't, I mean, I don't see myself that way, but that's what that reminded me of that that's analogy. Funny. <laughs> that's funny. It's an old Taoist. Yeah. Thing. Okay. Well, because that's another thing about you is I'm sitting here looking and you have an Einstein tattoo and yeah. you're like very, what was that thing that you said when we were texting about the time? Divine synchronicity. Bro. Like or or you know what? I really like divine synchro destiny. Educate me. <laughs> I like that one more. Oh, I don't know it. Tell me. Oh, I don't know. That's, that's about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just like things aligning. That's yeah, how yeah, I, yeah. Like, I'm very much of like, I don't view myself as like wishy-washy like manifestation like fully like I, I don't know how to explain it i'm all for that mm -hmm. but i don't view it as like some like praise god like whatever yeah yeah, yeah. but i'm like very big on the universe and energy and right. aligning and, like, and it all goes hand in hand I yeah guess, right? but i've definitely read the books man have you <laughs> all the books Yo. i don't think i wake up in the morning and you know today i'm gonna bring you know this into my life but yeah exactly exactly <laughs> i'm not that but I do think that like if you are passionate about what you do and like your energy and I think like you align with people that are like minded and I think that like just whatever that is, mm -hmm. but there's a little bit more of like the universe is crazy and you kind of put that out into the world and things yeah. align. I do yeah, yeah, feel yeah. it. I am there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that's like. Yeah. Because I never feel like I had to make things happen. Yeah. By no means am I like someone who's like doing really well at all. Like I still like surprised that people like listen like even say they listen to my shit because i don't think i'm doing anything my my outside not knowing perception is this guy like is so good at like being internet cool <laughs> and making music and all that and you're over here and you're just like bro i don't think of it like that at all i'm like, relatively shy like i'm just out here doing my thing and i'll like post a little bit because i don't really care about the internet and i just like <laughs> making music and like it's like so much realer than like i was ready for this like whole like i schemed this and then this and then this and you're like dude i'm just happy to be here i think i've had moments where i like thought about planning things out but it never never like works you yeah know what i mean yeah because I, I think that's like my flaws i don't know what i'm doing hmm. but when i try to get things to go a certain way it just never works you know yeah i do feel like, that i'm gonna post three times this week at like 10 right and i i heard doesn't work. i heard somebody say that like success isn't just an a to b like you can know what the goal is but the path to get there is going to have so many twists and turns and you'll never know them. Like mm -hmm. you can always know what that end point is and get there and work to get there, but it's never just going to be a linear path. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And I'm big on the journey. I don't really know where I'm going with it. Like, you yeah. know, like the, it's really funny. I was like schooled when we were doing like label meeting type stuff to say, you want to win a Grammy and say, you want to sell out arenas. That's what they want to hear. They want to yeah. know we'd get in there. And like the first thing I'd always say is like, oh, I don't want to do any of that. And I, I know everyone was just like, Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, like, why is he, why is he not going with it? But I, you were just keeping it real. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't like sit in front of somebody and be like, I want to win a Grammy. That's <laughs> all I want to do. And I know that's what people want to hear. I know yeah. that like, they want me to stand on the table and like rock out to my songs and like, how people do. And 
there's nothing wrong like it works and some people are that passionate yeah and i think that's great they deserve to do what they're doing because yeah. like, they are passionate yeah but i've never had that goal of you know the arenas and stuff that scares me like, <laughs> well okay so i feel like though talking about this i like that you're that real about it and i like that you're like bro i'm not gonna front like i just i want to <laughs> do my own thing but it's interesting because now here you are at this spot where you have grown and had a certain amount of success and gotten the project to what it is now. And along the way, you've met all these incredible people that have like helped you. And I think something that I found interesting is you're now, like you were talking to me right before, again, like right before we started recording, where it almost feels like this is a little bit of like a new chapter mm -hmm. for the artist project. And I'm very intrigued by that because you so you had a publishing deal yeah so i guess going back yeah um after wonderland and things started working and um kind of started taking it really serious and like, yeah. like in the beginning of 2017 yeah because i actually quit well you know quit whoa no shit. everyone quits right but at some point at the end of 2016 just because i i just wasn't happy like i wasn't making good music and like i was felt like i'm wasting time Whoa. and i just wanted to like do like some type of schooling or something like it was real what, estate dude? actually is what i wanted to do but i yeah i was just like I, why am so i interesting yeah. what <laughs> i was like why am i sitting in front of like a chair for you know 16 hours a day and like i just don't know what i'm doing or care and i got a call from my sister where she was like i really need an engineer at this session i'm doing and um of course that's like my background and i and i still like doing that so i was like cool so i go uh it was the good music studio back then i guess it was like 2017 like january 3rd or something it was like early yeah there was this dude there who like was like what do you do and i was like oh, i kind of like used to make music and i played a record and after i played it he like leaned over and whispered in my ear and he's like yo you're working with me and i had no idea who he was like or anything and I was like, okay. And yeah, and, and that person is kind of who pushed me again in the yeah. right direction. Wow. So there was like a moment of like bringing it back. Like mm -hmm. There was a second where it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. yeah. Not the same way. That's for sure. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Damn. And uh, yeah, he was just kind of like keeping tabs. And I, I, I started writing again after that and kind of like IRL and stuff I wrote actually in January. Oh my God. Which is a funny story too, because I wrote it after uh, In-N-Out Burger what yeah you just like went and then you were like came back late and it was like some real stupid like i took a snapchat of a burger and i was like this looks so good irl and it was like that john mayer uh still feel like your man moment where i was like irl huh and like <laughs> looked it up and like no one's made a song about it and i was like that would be a really cool song because it was like a term yeah you know? and i and i just kept in the back of my mind like i'm gonna make a song called irl and i don't know what it's gonna be about and I wrote it in like 20 minutes, like waiting for a friend to Uber to my house kind of thing. Holy and shit. And when they got there, I like made a quick voice memo and it was like basically the whole song. Because it's like, if you break it down, it's a chorus and a verse. That's, yeah. That's, only, that's it. Yeah. So, <laughs> Dude, what the, you know what's funny too is like that song like popped off and was like such a moment for your career. 
And it's like, why is it? Why is it the stupid? Like, why is it the thing that you're like? I'll make a song. Uh, I post this IRL on yep. like an Instagram, like an uh, In and Out Burger, and like the quick twenty minute song. And then it's like, of course, that's yeah. All the yeah. other stuff I'm deeply passionate about. No, that's fine. Yeah. In every like sections, like a one take kind of moment of like a, almost a demo vocal. Yeah. And you can tell now that I say it, if you listen to it, like it's it's a terrible vocal take. That's why but... I love it though. <laughs> I think like that raw honesty is cool. Mm-hmm. But like, okay, so that. Now here you are kind of at this spot where you're you're approaching it with a fresh it feels like yeah you're at a spot now where you've evolved from there. Mm-hmm. And you also have a band. I'm jumping a little bit yeah, over yeah, the yeah. place because I I know bits but the, I don't it's know all the story strange. so I'm kind of just like <laughs> excitedly rapid firing. I'm like wait, but what about this? What yeah, about yeah, this? Yeah. So before I talk about now Somewhere in there, you have a band. And to yeah. me, that band reminds me of The Strokes. So Love obviously, that. you have a bunch of different musical influences. <laughs> yeah. How did that happen? Well, to go back, I'll try to be like a little bit, I guess, linear with the story. Just because it, it, all, it all makes sense when you like dissect it. But I, I ended up working with the, that guy and everything was great. I did sessions with insane people. I just couldn't. Again, I was kind of in that place where I was writing and making cool records. But the only record that really got done that whole year was IRL. Like that was it. Even wow. though I was making so much music, it just that's the only one that worked. And uh, I ended up going on tour. I guess it was like fall 2017. Whoa, who'd you go on tour with? Uh, Lost Boy Crow. He's my oh. bandmate now. And oh. Prelo. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Which was cool. Like, Dude. And that's cool. back when people like didn't, like everyone was just throwing money around. Like I flew to New York to like have a meeting and, yeah. all they said was like you want to go on tour you know what i mean wow okay like, so was, in that moment it was like, like pre-zoom <laughs> yeah so like you you like align with like the right people at the right studio and then you do the song and like mm-hmm. you're going out on tour like that's like this moment where everyone's right. like yo and and tons of people are like hitting me up and like wanting to talk to me like managers and like it was cool like yeah. I, but i still was like i had no idea Wow! Like, because all this happened, I didn't have an actual manager. I wasn't signed either to the to these people yet. Oh. This was all still me, like running everything, and then being like, okay. "Let us know when you're ready. Let us know when you have music." It was just kind of this tipping point moment where a lot of things aligned. Mm-hmm. And it was like, "All right, yeah." Like everything was happening happening so rapidly. Yeah. And um, go looking back, I think I went on tour too early. Really? Because I didn't have the music I loved, and I I had to play old records, and that's what made the band happen because going out on stage and having to play records from that first EP, which is cool, but it's like loops and stuff, you know, and then getting off stage and listening to like Lou Reed and the flying machine, like all this crazy. I was like, what am I doing? Like, I can't, I just don't feel good about what I'm doing. Um, And I got really depressed on that tour, even though it was fun. Like I'm surprised we all made it home alive. Like it was crazy. (laughs) But it, I was like musically depressed again. Yeah. Like a little <laughs> so, bit of like an identity crisis. Exactly. It yeah. It was like, I'm saying like, no love, just fuck. Like stupid. Like I, I just would never do that now. But so we, we had like a couple months break and I kind of had this, I guess, artist life crisis where I was ah. like, okay, I need to reinvent everything. Wow. And I just started writing all these acoustic records. And that's when everything really like I think as an artist, I became like a real artist. Okay, wow, that explains a lot because mm-hmm. there's when I listen to your catalog now, I'm like, there's like two versions of you, right? Yeah, I get it. That break that we had between that tour and the next tour, I just wrote so many records and decided to just become a different 
wow. person, you know? I actually can't imagine because I've never had that moment where like, it was like the, oh my God, Andrew is known for this and this is that thing. Right. <laughs> so like to have that mm-hmm. has to be a dope blessing. And of course you're appreciative and growing as an artist and getting exposure. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time you're evolving and you're excited. And it sounds like the person that you've been from a very young age is like very interested in learning production and growing new and writing all sorts general, of new things. Right. So at the exact same time that IRL is getting success, you are growing and evolving past that. Completely. And, and to the point like, where I realized I was becoming an actual artist in oh. that moment. Oh, wow. You know, like I was actually writing records that I felt like meant something. So like all the moments in your career where it was like Black Bear and his brother and Dubs and your sister and all these times where people were like, dude, do this, be an artist. And you're like, <laughs> okay, I guess. Hey. Like now here you are and you're like, this is what it means to be an artist. And like, this is finding right. what I'm in. Holy shit. And I think too, the the rebellious part of it made me feel like an artist too. Yeah. <laughs> like it yeah. all just felt real yeah. where I'm sitting there with like all these people wanting to like work and do all these things and like, oh, this is what I want to do. Like it felt, yeah, for the probably for the first time, real. Holy shit. Like, Holy shit. Those memories of like those nights in my room, like in the dark, like with my guitar, like writing those records. It, it's like that was what an artist is. You felt aligned. Like that was yeah. like, yeah. That was the moment. Holy shit. And not to say those records are great. It was just like. But just personally. That's when it like happened that, yeah. though. Right. And and I think the, the Ways to Fall Apart project that I ended up doing, you can equate to say what I was doing before Wonderland. Okay. In that genre, okay. right? Because it's kind of like I started over. Yeah. And I didn't know what I was doing at well, all. And that's interesting that for me too. too mm-hmm. Because I'm the outside passive fan where I've listened to both. And I'm like, oh, you're like good at doing multiple things. But I never understood the artist identity crisis. I never understood right. that. I was like, oh, I guess you just like to write a lot of different music. <laughs> so that's interesting now to hear you explain that. Mm-hmm. But that... I would have to imagine too that that might have been a bit of a dilemma of like here you are getting all this success off of a sound and now you're kind of like okay that's tight yeah but I'm interested in this right is that what happened kind totally. of totally it was yeah. dude it was the funniest thing because we were doing so many meeting type playing yeah. records for crazy people and doing all this stuff and I think everyone always expected these other type of records and I'd put on that project and it was like you could just feel the energy in the yeah, room. Yeah, like everyone's like, like, like what? Okay. <laughs> I think yeah. we call it like, is this Dyson? You know, like <laughs> right, right, right. They're like double so, check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and uh, yeah, it was just a strange. I knew it was happening, and I was yeah. I kind of felt bad about it, but at the same time, I needed to do that at that point. Yeah, you know, and and guess it kind of made all the deals sour that I had going, uh-huh. and. That's sort of where the band came into play. Oh. Where me and Chris were writing those type of records. Because I think he was in a similar place too where he wasn't happy with what he was making. And I think we we did like a, a mini- miniature kind of conversation. Oh, cool. Um, recently about the band. Yeah. So he kind of touched on that where I th- that too where we both realized that we didn't really know what we were doing. Oh. And so together we... We're just Damn. like throwing things at the wall being like, this could be cool and this could be cool. And since I was kind of waiting on all the dice and stuff to simmer down, that was like the perfect way to fill that void. Yeah. And it's actually made like the pop 
world inside of me more excited. Whoa. Because I have an outlet now to be like, here's, you know, musicality. Holy shit. And here's fun. So it's not that you're over here trying to like burn Dyson to the ground or be above it. It's just that like when you're this inspired by so many genres and they're so different mm -hmm. and you are so early into the career, really, what do you do when you want to express yourself in a way that isn't Both the ways. IRL that people that just like pop that people <laughs> right. know you as? It's wow. like being left brain and right brain, but yeah. with music, right? <laughs> but I mean, that's like so many artists have mm -hmm. different side projects and will do stuff like that, right. right? I mean, like, dude, we were talking about Boxcar Racer. We are talking yeah, about all yeah, these yeah. things. Like Travis Barker had like that, like the whole different waves of albums. Like I get mm -hmm. it, but that's crazy that your success as Dyson at the time that it was, at the time of you finding that, almost was like a dilemma in a career. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. But now here you are and you have a very clear understanding of that. Right. And you're still inspired by both. Mm -hmm. Both still exist. And I think more, more so ex inspired by that other side, the pop side, because having done it in so long oh, that it's shit. it just seems like fun now. Oh. You know? It's the like in, in the best way. There. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, if I have to go make pop music, I can never make anything else. You right. Know, <laughs> that's exciting. So the, the two lanes, like, man, yeah, it's everything. Because if shit. I write something that's a little too, I don't know, like, oh, this wouldn't work. Well, it's perfect for this project. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, there's a weird quarter. I don't know. Right. And <laughs> then know. it just lets you write. Like, you can show exactly. up and write in a day and not know what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Because I've made a lot of memos and stuff, too over the years that could totally be an old school Dyson record. Right. That's cool, but it just never had a home because I didn't want to put anything out. It, the band is like, you know, is yeah. what it is. Like, <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So then now when we look at the future, which is crazy because I feel like there's still so much more to your career. Mm -hmm. But what I gather in talking to you right now is just that like you have very much you're much more certain in yourself and you're much more like, cool, this is who I am. This is the music I like. This right. is how I separate it. It seems like that actually took quite a lot of discovery and a lot of trial and error and a yeah. lot of like chapters in the story to get to. Yeah. So as we look to the future, like, <laughs> damn, like, do you even know like what, what the next round of music is going to be? Or like, no are you idea. legit like at this <laughs> brand new spot? Completely brand new. Because again, the deal ended so yeah. I've had all these years to marinate in what's going to happen when it ends. Like, yeah. it's been this big thing I've been looking towards. Like, whoa, you know, like, who shit. knows? Um, but I also, like, have my own place for the first time ever where I'm not living with anybody. So I'm. it's just me all day. Dude, and I kind of <laughs> caught you at, like, a really cool you time. Like, I was over here saying that I'm glad that the podcast is happening now, but, like, you in this current form very recently yeah. is like an exciting moment. Oh, yeah. Fuck, that's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> and it's also cool for you to like so honestly just be like, yeah, I don't know what's next. Like I'm excited. Like, right. It's, wow. And the excitement is more inspirational than knowing what I want to do. Yeah. Because being excited can lead to anything. Well, let me ask you this then. What are you inspired by right now? Like, looking at just the current scope of art and creativity and culture and music like what are some things lately where you're like oh fuck that's cool what i guess like outside of music what makes me excited is because the there's always this um 
I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, and I'm not going to say the wrong word. But <laughs> All right, dude, I get it. You're not going to recklessly fumble around words on the way or all my friends' podcast. <laughs> well, there's always these boxes, I'll put it that way, yeah. that uh, people start throwing around with like, okay, right now you have to do it this way to work. Yeah. You know, whatever the biggest artist at the time, I think did, everyone thinks that's exactly what you should do. Yeah. And And so right now it's TikTok because... I think we're living in like the Olivia Rodrigo era. Wow. Currently. And okay. before that it was Billy and before that it was Dua. And these are just the names that I always heard. This Funny. is how you have to do it. Dude, I, I completely am following along and mm-hmm. I get it. I've never heard anyone explain it like that, but I'm like, oh <laughs> fuck, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. totally tracking. And so anyone that I talk to, especially who work in music that aren't musicians, they they kind of just have this like, well, this is how it has to be done. Until yeah. the next artist comes and does it differently. Right. And and before even before those names, it was Bieber and YouTube. Yeah. Right. And then you yeah. had to do it on YouTube or else it's right. not gonna work, kind of thing. So I, I feel like I'm excited about finding like how to do it without TikTok because not I don't have anything against TikTok. It's yeah. just not for, it's I mean, it's the artist who came before that, I didn't want to do that either. Right. So I don't believe there's a way to do anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. and the same way streaming came into music, and everyone yeah. was like, "What are we gonna do? It's over." Right? Well, we figured it out, and like, mu- music always equalizes everything. Yeah. You know, just good music like will will always prevail. I think that's the way I, I think I a good product, try to relieve. Yeah, I think, I think in general it goes beyond music, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if it's genuinely a good product, it will rise to the top. Right? Yeah. Damn. But then that's also like I could play devil's advocate just for the sake of the conversation because I'm so in and I'm so excited about right. this. It's like <laughs> I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But how then do you take that and not just be the lazy dude that waits around? Right. Right. Because it's very different. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. I'm not trying to conform and I'm not trying to just follow the TikTok trend or the latest trend, insert trend, because it's right, not always right. gonna be TikTok. How do you take that? Be aware of that, but still push forward. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the exciting part because I think just going back to making music and doing it your own way, yeah. right? Yeah. I th- think that'd be the way to do it because, yeah, you're not trying to like, okay, what are people doing? Mm-hmm. You know, you're just like, I made a song that I like. Here's how I want to put it out. Yep. And this is how I'm going to put it out. It's it's not like stopping and waiting, but it's more so like it's acting on it in your own way, I think. That's cool. Which is kind of what I've always done, I think, at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, And who knows? Like, I mean, you might look back on this in like three years and be like, yeah, what the fuck happened to that kid? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like he he really flopped. But at the same time, who knows? Like, But I also think like to that point and to your credit, one, I don't want to say that I feel like you don't care because that's not the right way to say it. (laughs) But I think that like so often, like what I got wrong about you Mm -hmm. is I was ready for you to be strategic internet kid. (laughs) And it is so fucking far from that. (laughs) So I think it's like, okay, cool. So you're going to say, all right, I'm not really trying to like play within the rules of TikTok. I want to do my own thing. Like it's not that you're not trying to make music or be an artist, Mm -hmm. but you just don't care about the status and like the whatever that is. And that's cool to me. And it seems like now that I understand your story, that has kind of been the through line of success of like, you've kind of just done your own thing and people have aligned and it's like, oh, I fuck with what you're doing. And then this this piece connects or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty inspiring to me. Like that's a reminder not to pay attention to the other people and just like literally just do you. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Because I mean, there's always moments where I get scared. Like, well, fuck, I'm not doing it. Yeah. 
and I've had so many opportunities to like do it. Yeah. Like again, it kind of goes to like the association with like friend groups thing where yeah. if I don't feel like myself like standing in front of a ring light, like I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it just will never happen. Yeah. And so it's one of those things and I guess I'm kind of outweighing it without outweighing it. Like I'm I'm acting and I'm going to That's the thing. do it and hopefully things change and maybe they won't but at the same time like who who cares? Like right. I'm going to put out music. Yeah. Anyway. That as long as you're putting out music like that's that's the thing. That's yeah. the thing. And I would also imagine that you're here now. It seems like you're in a spot where maybe you don't exactly know what it looks like, mm -hmm. but it feels like you're in this pocket where more so than ever you are excited to put music out. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. That's that's fucking magic right there. And even if it goes nowhere, it's just like at least it's it's happening, and at least it's meaningful, and at yeah. least you did the thing. That's that's your integrity. That's mm -hmm. like at least you did the thing that you cared about. Mm -hmm. That's so exciting. That's I'm so glad that we're talking right yeah. now. Like again, like I don't care. Like even if it goes nowhere, or if it, what if this is on the positive side? Was it? What if this is that moment where we're like, "Yo, remember on the podcast, yeah, right? Like, <laughs> right before it, like crazy fucking happened, and you crazy. were just vibing." Yeah, like, that's fucking crazy too. Yeah, dude. But yeah, it's exciting, man. I I literally have no idea. Yeah. Okay. So then to conclude, yeah, and this might be a hard one for you. Let's do it. But. If there was a kid out there that relates to any amount of your story with all of the trial and error and all of the success and failures you've had, if there was one lesson that you learned that you could that you could instill or really teach somebody that you think was a point of success or something that you're so glad you have now, what is that? Okay. I would say, I don't want it to sound simple as one. I like simple. It. Well, because this might have been said before, but I'm trying to say it in a different way where you have to do exactly what it is you want to do, where if you're inspired by something, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's hot or not. Yeah. Take it like run with it, because if you're only listening to the top hits, if you like it, that's a different story. Yeah. But if you're trying to do it because it's hot, yeah. it's not going to work. In long term, I think, because I've always pulled from the strangest places. And like, if I told you the influences behind an IRL or a Wonderland, you'd be like, what? You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's not like you're like exactly trying to replicate a song in that exact genre. You right. Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like if you're listening to like Marvin Gaye and you like don't want to tell anybody, like, like pull from it, you yeah. know, like yeah. it is cool. Like yeah. everything's cool. Yeah. God. And he is cool. I'm, you know, yeah, I'm, just, no, I'm not feel, trying to I, say it that I way. Feel you. <laughs> That's such great advice. And I, I understand why you would, that would feel like a cliche. Mm -hmm. But now that I understand your story and I understand honestly some of the risks you've had to take and some of the compromises you've had to make to do exactly that, I'm like, I fucking respect that. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Dude, I think we did the thing. Yeah, this was nice. This was I've never so like la like laid it out like that before either. So really? It's, it's kind of a cool like timeline to I'm so honored. Go down memory lane. I'm like, oh look. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> no, dude, it's it's crazy. Like I'm legitimately honored. Like I take so much pride in being able to have these conversations and and hear the stories and you know, hopefully positivity comes out of that. That's always been my thing, right? Mm -hmm. I always love having conversations like this because hopefully it inspires other people that relate to that to go yeah. do the thing. And I think the more people talk about their journeys and are open to sharing it, the more we can learn and the more we can inspire people to do shit. So anytime somebody's down to come on and talk, it's like, yeah, selfishly, I love hearing people's stories, but it's just like, it's cool for the, what 
bigger hopefully could happen right so thank right. you for being a part of that dude thank you fuck this was yeah. fun I feel like we're best friends fuck yeah <laughs> so there you go dyson's story holy crap am i impressed by him what a crazy moment to be able to finally connect on this podcast like what i was saying in the beginning i love the internet for moments like this where you're able to get in touch with somebody and have a conversation like this purely off of respecting and loving the art they make let that be a lesson to hit people up that you respect online because things like this can happen and as far as him i really hope you connected to the story it's a really exciting time in his career that i didn't even realize when we first started talking but he's about to be working on new music. This is really a new chapter for him as an artist. So go check out the old stuff, but then go follow his project and get ready for the new stuff because it's about to be really rad. And as always, if you like the podcast and you want to do me a massive favor and help it grow and help me continue to do it, a couple things that you can do that are super helpful and super simple. First is just tell a friend about it. If you like the episode, if you like the podcast, send it to a friend, text them, post it on social, whatever it is, but share Sharing with a friend or sharing online is so valuable. The second is if you want to go above and beyond, rate it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or subscribe and like it on YouTube if you're watching there. Helps it get discovered by more people, all that good stuff. And if you want to go above and beyond, there is a Where Are All My Friends Patreon. That's patreon.com slash where are all my friends. DM me if you have anyone else that you want to hear from. I love hearing guest suggestions. That says it all. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next week with another episode.